Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Has restored your faith in humanity. 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. Hi. And uh, the question we're asking you in this moment is, what has restored your faith in humanity? Why are we asking, Thank Colleen? you for asking, Bradley. Um, you know, listen, I'm a Wordle girl. I do the daily Wordle every morning. Thank you for asking. And I just realized how much I love the fact that we have this like community unspoken commitment to keeping the Wordle answer secret. Like nobody blows it for anybody else. Everybody just posts their score and says nothing about what the actual word is. They're like, today was hard. It was a tough one today. Really struggled on this one. But they never say the answer. And I just thought... We're taking care of each other. That has restored my faith I in love humanity. That, I love that you 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 are obviously in such a dark place that people <laughs> not like throwing the wordle answer out is what's redeemed it for you. I mean, listen, you gotta take the W where you can. So uh that's what was the word today? Uh it was I'm not gonna tell you. Thank <laughs> hey! you very much. Mm-hmm. I see what you did there, Brad. but I will tell you this: I got much. it in two guesses. So oh, look at you. Mm-hmm. Well, now you don't need to Twitter or to tweet that. Okay, we all don't, know. that I can't talk about. Can we? Can we all just be proud of it? Wait, and you can't talk about what? I just you just told us what you did. I I know, but I don't. But I don't do that usually because I just feel like we can all be proud of our own scores. I'll be proud of yours. You'd be proud of mine, but we don't have to share them. Yeah, no, I don't put that stuff. I mean, I don't, I don't, I've played a couple times. I'm not like a daily Wordle person. Mm. It just, it's for me, it's turned into the most delightful part of my day. How sad is that? Oh, it's time to do the Wordle. Hey, it renewed your faith in humanity. (laughs) Well, it did. It did. 651-641-1071. What has restored your faith in humanity? Uh, feel free to call unless you have no faith in humanity. <laughs> and like then just tell us what's slim. destroyed it. Check a headline. <laughs> Is there anything <laughs> Open that has... Twitter. Rest- but see, that's the thing. You have to take the win where you can. <laughs> so when you find a little thing that restores your faith in humanity, you got to cling to it like your life depends on it. Has anything restored your faith in humanity recently, Bradley? No, I mean, you know, like, I guess I my humanity hasn't been totally destroyed. I mean, I I, th- I think most days when you open social media, you're given reasons to feel negatively. But 
I kind of try to put that into perspective. Like the fact that when I, whenever I feel too particularly down about the world, just go outside and realize that like the world is still going on. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, the fact that people are still doing, you know, (laughs) going to work, Mm -hmm. um, taking care of each other, like for all that we've faced over the last couple of years, the fact that people are still able to put one foot in front of the other is, you know, that's faith enough for me. That was beautifully said, Bradley. We do have a caller on the line. Holly, who do we have? We have Jeremy. Hello, Jeremy. Jeremy, Hi. what has restored your faith in humanity? And if the answer is nothing, then what's destroyed your faith in humanity? <laughs> Hi, oh, Jeremy. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I didn't catch all that. Uh, last week, we went and toured Cedarville College in Ohio, and everybody at that college and our hotel and the restaurants and gas stations Everybody was fabulously nice and polite and, and waved at you when you slowed down for them, you know, in the parking lots and stuff. So oh, that's that was a good thing nice. to see. Um, yeah. <laughs> I know you said waved at you and slowed down when they saw you in the parking lot, which I just love that really that's how low our bar is that like they didn't run you over. Yeah. But also, I'm glad they exactly. were kind. <laughs> so yeah, glad. Yeah. They were thankful that you slowed down and they acknowledged you and they waved at you for slowing, slowing down that. and not running them over. I love that. Thank you for your call. It is nice I will when say you when people, get yourself into a little town where everybody's super kind. Uh, when I talk to like customer service people and they're actually kind... Like, I know that sounds so obvious, but like, I just, I feel like that's such a hard job. I was just on the phone earlier having to reschedule some stuff. And um, the person I was talking to was just like, so kind of like, oh, this is weird. Like, I don't, I mean, I'm grateful. And and to answer your question, I think that restores my faith in humanity that, you know, people actually can bring some, you know, kindness into their day wherever it is. So I guess that makes me grateful. You know, I was just talking with somebody here in our cafeteria who works in our cafeteria who, and this is sort of to your point, jobs that were already difficult are 10 times more difficult now Mm -hmm. because so many people are gone uh, or are out for so many reasons. Adele had to cancel her tour. I'm just saying like things are difficult right now. Anyway, he was talking about how in the service industry, you know, they're so short staffed and I think it's just a, Reminder to remember that when you're when you find yourself in a situation that people are working twice as hard as, as oh, yeah. they ever have. Sometimes three times yeah. as hard. Holly, do we have another caller on the line? Yeah, Hannah is here. Hi, Hannah. Hannah, what has restored your faith in humanity? Uh, well, that was nice about the service industry. I'm a waitress. Oh, so Hannah, was- you are a rock star. Thank you. We are we are trying our best. Mm hmm. Um, last week I had a flat tire and the usual tire place I go to, if you buy the tires from there, it's covered under a warranty, but this is a new car. So I hadn't bought the tires there yet. And they fixed the valve on the tire. They cleaned around the rim. They put it on my vehicle and I had my wallet and I was reaching for my card and they're like, no, you're good. Oh, all that for me, it was very, very nice. Oh, that is so sweet. Why don't you shout them out? What's the name of the, the place? Um, it's Discount Tire and Rogers. They are phenomenal. There you go. Thank you so much, Hannah. Thank you for your call. And also, where, if you don't mind, uh, just to give a shout out to your coworkers, where do you wait tables? Oh, she's gone. Um, Hi, I do want to just share this uh, tweet we got from Panda, who says, "Not trying to be too meta, but whenever my talk has a fundraiser, fundraiser, it restores my oh, faith in humanity." You could say that and she three goes, times. 
she goes on to say also as a customer service person when a customer is the bare minimum of a nice person it makes me feel so much better so you're so like when you guys are out and about just remember the bar is low just be nice smile and and you're batting a thousand yeah and if you go above and beyond it goes a really long way (laughs) oh for sure uh holly who do we have on the line we have chris hi chris chris what has restored your life or your faith in humanity am i on yes Yeah. Um, yes, we went out to New York uh, State for my son's graduation, and uh, we had a car, of course, and a flat tire, trying to compress the story. So we drove in. You could hear it hissing. We all pile out of the car like a clown car. And um, the guy does a field fix with a leather strap and glue, and he's like, it's going to be okay for now, but you don't want to go back to Minnesota on that, so go see my friend Mike down the road. He wouldn't take any money. So we go see Mike. He's like, I'll order a tire for you. I'll have it tomorrow. Come in after the parade. Let me know when you're coming. We went in. He replaced the tire. And later when I looked at the bill with my glasses on, he hadn't charged us any labor. Oh, my God. So anytime people like come down on the state of New York, I'm like, you know what? There's some great people. That is so amazing. Thank you for sharing that story. Yeah, well, that's a good one to end on. Thank you so much, everybody, for restoring our faith in humanity by telling us what restored your faith. Until the next segment. Don't worry. We'll rip it apart when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show. We got to talk about Brittany and Sam's vacation. Oh, that'll restore your faith in warmth. Okay, I'll take it after this on My Talk 1071. Restored your faith in humanity. We will now restore your faith in, as Bradley said, warm weather on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. Hi. And uh, Brittany Spears and Sam Asgar, you've been on vacation. Tell us about it, Bradley. You guys, we're about to go inside their amazing Hawaiian vacation amidst all the family drama. Okay, oh, so. Thank you. That's- you're welcome. That's what the headline purports to tell us. But I know you know that Brittany and Sam are currently in Hawaii because that's her happy place. That's where she escapes. And would it were that we could all have, you know, um, that escape as well and not just a background on our uh, Google Meetup, which uh-huh. is what I currently have. Yep. Oh, look at the uh, birdies me. flying by. Yeah, there's birds flying around back there. Hi. <laughs> anyway, um, I saw this exclusive over at E! News and I, I had to share because I think it's going to become pretty clear when I start to read words to you what this is really all about. So sure, they're on vacation. We know that. And and the exclusive, and again, what's an exclusive mean for the audience who might have just joined us? It means the call is coming from inside the house. Yeah. So the headline is from E! News, Inside Britney Spears and fiancé Sam Asghari's relaxed trip to Hawaii amid family drama. And the source, when you get to the, the juicy bits about the source, you know, they tell you... Um, that they're enjoying themselves quote they're spending time on the island working out in the gym mm. and visiting the spa she that is Brittany, also spent the weekend laying out on her balcony and working on her tan Brittany and sam took lots of pictures and watched the sunset together from their room they've been taking drives around the island and enjoying the views right. now that sounds like pretty perfunctory right like pretty garden variety 
all things you would expect from Britney Spears and Sam Asghari on a Hawaiian vacation. Also, this is what they've done on every other Hawaiian vacation they've been on, which I don't even know if you'd call it a vacation at this point. I feel like she just has a second home in Hawaii. Right. I'm not jealous. Okay. In addition, listen carefully, Sam has been doting on Britney and making sure she has what she needs. You know, he takes great care of her and wants her to feel special. He orders or they order room service or he'll go down and get her whatever she wants. She's very well taken care of. Oh, my gosh. Would you like to translate, please? Oh, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Sam loves to take care of his lioness. He is the ultimate man. He is uh, taking care of his little woman because she can't take care of herself. Yeah, so this is all Sam. Oh, fully. Because everything that paints a picture of Sam caring for Britney because again Britney can't be tasked with taking care of herself that's the thing that I think bothers me so much is the simultaneous messaging that usually is coming from Sam or at least is trying to make Sam look good there's two messages that are happening concurrently that are not in agreement with each other that Britney is a strong woman and she is spoken she's spoken up for herself and she has you know she has destroyed the conservatorship because she finally you know was able to speak up for herself and she needs to be taken care of yeah this and 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 to be clear this is the storyline that's been coming out of we assume Sam's mouth from right. the very beginning this sort of and and this is why it, it's just it rings completely hollow is that to your point it's contradictory so on the one hand she's an amazingly talented strong but it's patronizing it's condescending like the way that he talks about her if he if that was somebody in my life talking about their female spouse i would be like dude you need to kind of like dial it back a little bit because you sound like like you don't if you if the woman is completely a badass strong lioness you don't have to like tell everyone that in sort of an infantile way. Right. Like he, the way he just describes her, it comes across as sort of infantile. So my point is that what you've just described is illustrated in this piece, which means because that aligns with every single way that Sam has talked about her in the past, this piece comes from Sam. Oh, and for that to, sure. That to me is is the key takeaway from this particular article about their trip to Hawaii is that Sam is on the horn to E people and whomever else are willing to listen. If there were paparazzi on the island, you know, on the big mm-hmm. island, um, or actually, I don't know which island they're on. I think they're um, on Maui. I, I was going to say, I think they're on Maui because it, later in the article, anyway, that's my this episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. My point, Sam is clearly behind mm-hmm. all of these stories. When she's like taking a bubble bath, he's like picking up the phone, but probably actually just texting. And in the article, it goes on to say, Hawaii always makes her happy. She wanted to come back and have some vacation time. And being on the island instantly lifts her mood and brings a smile to her face. Who adds that, the source that is, Brittany looked happy and relaxed during her time there. She seems to be in good spirits and is always dancing and singing. So this is just somebody who's trying to, you know, again, paint the picture that everything's fine, mm-hmm. especially when she's with Sam. Why? Well, because what do we know about Sam? Well, Sam is looking for some jobs. And he's Magic Mike 3 ready. He's yeah. letting us know on his Instagram account. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, so this, so exactly. My point is that Sam wants, wants everything that's going to be reflected about Brittany to reflect well on him. Right. right? So he, if he is with her, she is going to be having the best time ever. If they are doing stuff, it's always going to be fitnessy and relaxy. Well, and remember, right? even <laughs> even in the in the last week when she was going um, head to head with her sister, who was the one that brokered the peace talks between the two of them? Well, allegedly, allegedly. supposedly Sam. Yeah, Jimmy yeah. Carter. <laughs> Jimmy Carter. <laughs> yeah, no, it's Sam. Sam is always right there to do all the right things. He is the man that she needs in her life to keep her stuff together and um you know he doesn't misstep he celebrates his lioness he pampers his lioness just think about like all of the men that have been around her like it i I don't know this is just such a frustrating it's hard to know too how much is true because it is possible it's entirely possible we just don't know because we're not there that you know there is this sort of disjointed relationship where he is really taking a power role in you know maneuvering her through time and space in this moment we don't know that that's not true i mean it's entirely possible but one thing is true and or i should say one thing can't be true which is that it can't be that she's simultaneously a strong badass woman and also, um, you know, Sam's cute little fitness pal. Right. Right? Like, I just I just find this, this idea that, like, he's in control. And, like, either she's in control or he's in control. We just don't know which mm-hmm. one it is. But the narrative that comes out in, in tabloids right now does not square with the laws of physics. Not even a little bit. Sam, just tone it down. Here's the other thing. You can be supportive of her and not tell us about it. What? Yeah. I know, guys. What? It's shocking. It's shocking. Um, but it's well, true. And she, because we know what her message is, which her message is always just her sharing stuff. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, she doesn't have to speak through sources. It's yeah. always Sam. Yeah. Sam, cool it for a minute. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, celebrities behaving badly, we call them D-Bags. After this on My Talk 1071. 
Oh, man, those celebrities, they never take a day off. They're always behaving badly on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071, I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hey. Holly Roberts keeping us on the straight and narrow. And uh, we have a name for those celebrities behaving badly. What is that name, Bradley? D-Bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. D-bag Bradley. Uh, my D-bag is page six and also a little bit of Julia Fox. Oh, but mostly, look at that. Mostly because of this story about Julia Fox. Okay, I don't know why we're talking like that. Anyway, you all know that Julia Fox is dating who? Kanye West. They are a publationship. It is... Uh, a thing. But the article that caught my eye from page six that drove me uh, upside a what? Drove me up a wall. Up a wall? It, it would um, smack you upside the head thank and drive you. you up a wall. It drove me upside a head. <laughs> that works too. It smacked me upside a wall. <laughs> um, from page six style, Julia Fox takes Kim Kardashian's silver boots for a spin with Kanye West. Oh dear. Now, now. What what follows, of course, is some photos about Julia or of Julia Fox and Kanye West, wherein she's wearing a pair of boots, apparently once owned by Kim Kardashian. I don't know how they know that these are the exact boots. Now, I will say it based on photos of Kim and Julia Fox. These are the exact same boots. I just don't know if this is the actual pair yeah. once owned by Kim. Like, but did Kanye get those in the divorce? Well, you know, look, I would not put anything past Kanye <laughs> to take all her fashion because, by all accounts, he was the instrumental one it in, in her fashion. Mm-hmm. But my point is, and the reason I want to take page six to task on this is like, please, 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 I can we stop because this is not the first article I've seen. And I guarantee it won't be the last article I've seen wherein all they do is compare Julia Fox to Kim Kardashian. Right. Now, the reason I take Kim or Julia Fox a little bit to task is because, girl, you look like you're trying really hard to copy Kim Kardashian. Yeah. And frankly, for someone who acts like they are their own person and an amazingly independent woman who's creative and talented in her own right i don't understand why you're trying at this moment to look anything like kim kardashian unless that's the comparisons you want people to draw so moral of story stop comparing the clothes that women are wearing and also women stop no, it's really just page six. Yeah, okay. page six. But stop you know, stealing page six. Stop. Can I? Can I offer? And I know we sort of made peace with him earlier in the show, but can Ooh. I also offer Kanye up as kind of debaggy in all of this? How so? Well, because by all accounts, he's the one that is art directing her. She's his muse. Um, The stories she's told have been all centered around when they started dating. Kanye was like. Just don't even, you don't even need to bring, why? I don't know why he talks like that. You don't even need to bring bags. Just show up and I'll outfit you. And like she talked about be, like showing up in a hotel room and yeah, just having was like completely like decked out with all yeah, sorts of fashion. Yeah. Like it was like its own little shopping mall and she just basically got to try it all on. So maybe it's a little bit Kanye too. Well, I mean, I get what you're saying, but I'm less concerned about Kanye because he's going to try to do that to everyone and everything he's around. That's Kanye. Mm-hmm. So, like, to a grown-ass woman, I would say, like, 
like indulging that, what's the point of indulging that? Yeah. Right? You know, like if somebody comes to you and says, you want some candy, Colleen, it's up to you to take the candy. It's true. You want to come in my van, <laughs> Colleen, get some candy? Okay. Nope. <laughs> but thanks for the offer, Halls. <laughs> anyway, you know, it is kind of an all play. Like there, there, there's plenty of D-bag to go around totally. in this. Totally. Because then I also want to say, like, if Kanye is art directing these, this, these fashion choices, like... Do better. I just am not on the same fashion plane as Kanye, which I'm fun, like totally aware of. Right. I am not, this is not right. my look. But I will say that said, a lot of people clamor for the fashion that he's been a part of. Just see his collaboration with, with the gap. Listen, my 12 year old son, his best Christmas present was big, gigantic slippers that look like Yeezys. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. See, they were a fraction of the saying, cost. I would like to be frank. Like I, yeah, he's super into them, but I don't know if Yeezy, I don't know if Ye himself would be into that. Now, did you get him like, <laughs> were these like the Florsheim knockoffs or like where do you get? Do you, do you remember Happy Feet? Do you know, when I say Happy Feet, does that conjure up an image for you? Happy Feet. Happy that Feet. sounds, was that the place over? It was a kiosk in the Mall of America. Yeah. And they were these like over the top plush clown style slippers. Yes. <laughs> And people would wear them yep. next to the people that tried to give you a hand massage. Exactly. It's those, but they look like Yeezys. I mean, okay. they're obnoxious. They're obnoxious. Okay, I would wear the same shoes as your as my as your son. As my twelve year old. Okay, yeah, can I take go. it a step further? His yeah. favorite day of school before they went distance learning was the day that he wore those as shoes at school. <laughs> I mean, hey, he's to a be fashion. twelve. You know, hook him up. I know, right? Anyway, uh, so he's like, my point in that is there are people who like Kanye's style, but they're 12 and they're fine with (laughs) big plush clown shoes. Fine, whatever. Um, Okay, hey, guess what? Guess who my D bag is? I don't know. Julia Fox. What? Get that girl a peanut, right? Um, She seems to be under the impression. That the way you make a publicationship name is by telling people what it's going to be. Oh, she's actually picking their publicationship name? This is next level. I know. She's controlling the narrative. She's trying to control the narrative. She's trying to take it away from us. And I'm like, Julia, that's not how we do this. We're in charge of naming you. So she doesn't care. She posted a photograph of herself with Kanye Yay West on her Instagram stories on Monday. Uh, it's a picture of the two of them at Paris Fashion Week. And uh, she captioned it Julie. Your thoughts? Okay. So that's their, that is their publicationship name now. She's Julie? proposing that. Um, what were we calling them? I think we called them Fest. Yeah, fest. fest. I think yeah. fest is better, frankly. Um, Julie. Also, yeah. way too. That, that's the flex, right? Like, right. Put Make your yourself name first. bigger and bigger. Like you get most of your name, and then he just. Well, I suppose also, Ye is his name. Do you but. know? Do you know Kanye? Do you know the man that you're with, honey? Because I just watched 40 minutes of him yesterday, and I don't feel like he's comfortable being Julie. No, no, he's not. He's Ye. He's not doing that. And he doesn't have time for publicationships. No. He is definitely... You are in his universe now. Well, and you'd think she would know that. 
given the way that this all is going, I don't know. Listen, also, I'm about five minutes from listening to her dumb podcast, so I, I'm not a good one to talk go for to. It. Yeah, and give please. us a full report. No, you like guys, I, I have no willpower. I probably will. Great. Okay, do okay, it. Whatever. I'll do it. <laughs> all right, it's done yeah, then. No, no. I, I expect a full report, especially the interview that she did where she, wherein she talked about herself. Right. See, that's specifically the one, about that's her the, own. About her position in this narrative. That's the thing I'm the most curious about is the way she... You know, I've always thought people who say I'm the kind of person who dot, dot, dot are not really aware of how they actually how they actually are read in society. Tell me more about that. Well, you know, if you have to tell me who who you really are, I don't know that that's who you want to be. It's not who you really are. Like, show, don't tell. And that's the thing I'm getting interested about with our friend Julia Fox, is that she seems to, like, no, you guys don't understand me. I'm not a gold digger. I've been dating billionaires all my adult life and it's like well no okay so you're telling us how you want to be perceived but we get to tell you how you're actually being perceived and our perception of you is that you're kind of just in this because he's a billionaire according to him yeah I, i again i think you know she's 31 and she clearly wants to be something and whether you know whatever kind of fame it is that she is trying to ascribe to herself she is working very hard to do that i the question i would ask her is like in service of what what is it that you think that this fame is going to provide for you you know but but i don't know that you're going to get a satisfactory answer from her because i if you asked anybody at the age of 31 for a satisfactory answer about perspective on you in time and space, I don't know that you'd get one. And it's not to put people down who are 31. It's just to say, like, I remember being 31 and thinking very specific black and white things about my life and Mm -hmm. my perception of myself that looking back on them were anything but black and white and very, very limited to my tiny little scope of time on planet earth and i just think like catch up with julia fox in 10 years and she's going to be a far more interesting person because right now she's just busy it's not that she's not interesting now i mean i don't know right like go listen to that podcast maybe we'll find something completely different but it just appears right now that she's far more concerned with the superficiality of being famous in this moment connected to a very famous person Mm -hmm. so then i would just say well what's your goal okay so you've gotten it what are you going to do with it what's what's the benefit for you in terms of your character or your career and and um again i don't know that we're going to get a satisfactory answer but it's clear to us having watched this behavior that, you know, the fame is the most important thing. It's not. And again, this is where I come back. It's like a theme today with Kanye West. I mean, I kind of like, I don't understand all of what Kanye is trying to do creatively, but at least he's trying to do something creatively. Right. And he's not concerned about, or he has his own narrative. I don't right. think she knows her narrative yet. And that's exactly what I was thinking is like I think she she thinks she has she has an idea of what she wants us to think about her, but it's not necessarily a narrative. And she also is not convincing and trying to bend that where Kanye, you can't deny that he 
in his own mind, is very clear about what he's doing. He doubts nothing. Yeah. Which is impressive. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, oh, look at this. Look at this. We had more D-bags than this segment could hold. Yay! We Yay! have a D-bag double down. We'll tell you who it is after this on My Talk 1071. Done on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That turkey over there is Bradley Trainer. Gobble, gobble. Uh, gobble, gobble. Bradley, for those of you who don't know, Bradley Trainer. Well, everybody. So everybody but Holly and I. Bradley is on our Google Meet in a turkey suit. And um, that's not why we called. Uh, I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. We're here today because we need to deal with another celebrity behaving badly. It's a D-bag double down. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Who's your double? Uh, it's the U.S. Sun, the Sun tabloid. Bing bong, indeed. So uh, they are okay. I saw this headline and I was like, okay, I'll click. Fine. Aquavan. Jason Momoa looks disheveled in ripped clothing as he camps out in Pal's yard in his RV after a split oh. from Lisa Bonet. So he's having a rough time. So I click on it and I'm treated to uh, a very haggard looking Jason Momoa with indeed a ripped lavender shirt. His his mane is all matted and crazy. He's wearing glasses and he's getting into his RV in what appears to be somebody's ramshackle backyard. And I'm like, okay, he looks dirty, but he looks looks like like he's doing manual labor. When I'm just putzing around the house on a Saturday, oh, yeah, minus the long hair and rippling muscles. He's wearing his house shirt. Yeah, that's for sure a house shirt. Um, yeah, it, he looks like he's just doing some manual labor in his friend's backyard. Now, what the headline fails to mention, and I'm, I'm going to I'll tie it all together in a bow in just a second, is that RV is a $725,000 custom Earth Roamer mobile home that he has had for years um he actually has act has been known to to roll that up on sets so that he can stay closer to set instead of in a hotel or somewhere nearby so this isn't like some winnebago no it's not like some that he like... got off facebook marketplace oh <laughs> Which I wouldn't, I would not turn my nose up at that. No, I wouldn't this mind is, a Winnebago. This is like a mansion on wheels, um, and also this is why they're my d bag. This is why the sun is my d bag. As opposed to most days when they're not. Oh, right. Well, they're always my d bag, but because you know this narrative, I get upset when they push sexist narratives about women, and I get 
upset when they push sexist narr- narratives about men too. And okay, this so is tell me what this that means. Narrative that like he's so he's so distraught, he can't he, his his marriage has broken up and he doesn't even know how to take care of himself. He's wearing ripped clothing. He's he looks disheveled while he gets into an RV. Can you believe what he's living the squalor that he's living in? Mm-hmm. In a van down, down by, by the, the river. river. And it's like okay, no, he's fine. He's fine. But that oh, yeah. house shirt costs it's $200. It's a $750,000 right? RV. Right. Yeah, it's not <laughs> like... Fine. Yeah, again, it's not like he's like in somebody's pop-up tent camper at the dump. He's... He's he's fine. He just is... He got out of the house. He's staying somewhere else. He's a decent human being. Um, don't worry about him. He's just what fine, I, son. I just love that the son is like... The son will always be there to show up for you at your worst. Oh, like, yeah. And, and then pay somebody who, you know, frankly, has a way with words. Katie Forrester, congrats. And will say of you things like... Wearing thick-rimmed brown glasses, as you read, um, just like this, there is no implication here other than you caught him on a day where he didn't care who was looking. Yeah. Right? Like, welcome to my life most days since March of 2020. Right. And this is, to me, like, a, this is a story where this is not like a call up the the paparazzi and meet them at your best. This is obviously like a long lens, somebody looking over somebody's uh, fence and snapping photographs of Jason yeah, Momoa this, looking distraught. This was not Jason Momoa trying to work his own no. narrative. No. Also, it's the tabloids... Having to work around the fact, now the Daily Mail does this a lot too, where it's like they can't point out, oh, look at the celebrity looking ugly. We have to create a narrative around it when ultimately they know that they want people to click on it because the celebrity is not looking their red carpet best. Right. Yeah, they're just going to give you enough. Like, they're not going to overtly say, like, it used to be that tabloids would say Jason Momoa is a hot mess after breaking up with Lisa Bonet, or Mm -hmm. they would come up with some clever, like, you know, like, I don't know, they would just be way more overt about it than they are now. And and they do the same thing to women all the time, we should know, like, they, they will constantly say things like, you know, like, Katy Perry steps out wearing interesting outfit. And you're like, well, okay, I mean, what are you really trying to say? Oh, I saw the photos. You're trying to say she's fat. Right. Or you're trying to say she's ugly. Like, just own what you're trying to do because they're... But they can't, you know? And rightfully so. Like, c- the culture has changed, but clearly not enough to actually get them to rethink how they portray people. Right. And the kinds of narratives that they're selling. Well, and shame on the public because we click on it. And I certainly oh, click sure. on this. And like I said, you know, if if I'm going to point out when the media, when the tabloid media is is sexist against women, I'm going to point out when they do it to men, too. And well, this also- is definitely one of those situations. Also, I mean, you don't have to go any further than the narratives that we started the show with, Kim and Kanye. Look at the narrative around uh, Adele. I mean, it's just, you would never see the media portray um, a man, a heterosexual man, I will say, 
the way that they've portrayed Adele postponing her show. Not that there are not legitimate questions right. to be asked of Adele. And in fact, I think the appropriate thing to do is to hold her feet to the fire because that's what we would do with anybody else in that position. Right. 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 Say more about that, though. Like, because I, I think at first blush, like I heard you say, you would never hear the media treat a man the same way they're treating Adele. But like, take it a step further. Like, how how do you think the media would, if it were a man? Well, they would be just be like, somebody didn't do their job, and so and so called him out for it. Whoever the man is, like right. the man would never be characterized as. A well, first diva. of all, you're not going to see pictures of them crying. Mm-hmm. You're not going to hear them portrayed as a diva, mm-hmm. like having you know cat fights with their female set designers, yeah, etc. Like you, you, and and you know, frankly. It's not just the tabloids. It's it's the sign of our culture in general. So I get it. But I just think that, you know, tabloids are still about 10 years behind the rest of us. Right. Or, and you we're know, still about probably more five years behind where we should be. Yeah. And I'm not saying we have all the right reactions right. either. But I think at least we're cognizant of the fact that we have to check our own reactions to things. Right. In a way that the tabloids don't really seem to be very self-reflective. Well, if you're worried about Jason Momoa um, because he's sleeping in an RV, don't worry. He's in a custom $750,000 earth roamer that is... um, looks more than comfortable because yes indeed i did look it up and i clicked through and i would happily live in that thank Thank you for playing when we return on the colleen and bradley show a classic question what you watching 651-641-1071 what you watching we'll take your calls when we come back after this on my talk 1071 